Tapes and Scouts, a podcast where two friends review every single movie they watch. Welcome everybody to Tapes and Scouts, your home for podcasting shenanigans. Yes, it sure is. My name's Tim, I'll be taking you on a wild ride through the cosmos. My name is Max and I will be there too. Max, you're riding shotgun on the ride of your life, buddy. Yes, that is correct. Are you ready for a ride? I guess so. All right, then let's start the podcast officially. Woo. Thank you, everybody, for checking us out. Thank you, Germany. Hello, Luxembourg. Hi. Yeah, that's good stuff. Munich. Yeah. Places. Yeah, absolutely. Play. I forgot the real place where I know somebody listened. Oh, okay. I love analytics, and I forgot. Oh. oh. But you, the German guy, thank you. Appreciate or it. Or gal, Fraulein. All right, so you want to go first? I think I think I think I need to end this. Okay, understood. I watched a movie. Did you? It's from 1997. Is it, it Wishmaster is again? Not. Hmm. It is Funny Games. Funny Games. Funny Games. I don't think I've seen Funny Games. Two twenty, February 2020. <laughs> so I watched that. <laughs> it's one hour and forty nine minutes long, and it is a thriller. It was directed by Michael Haneke. Mm-hmm. And it stars Arno Frisch, Suzanne Le- Lather? Lather? I cannot read my handwriting at this point. Ah, uh, the Lather. Uh, the <laughs> summary is two violent young men take a mother and father and their son hostage at their vacation home and force them to play sadistic games with one another for their own amusement. Oh, jeez. So this is kind of... This kind of became the typifying factor of the home invasion film. Mm. It is, I don't remember, it's European, but I don't remember specifically what country Haneke's from, if he's Swedish, or if it's in that, if I'm totally wrong. But he is an experimental art house filmmaker, Mm. and this movie is kind of his entry into horror. He actually remade this movie in 2007. Interesting. Himself, but it has like an American cast and it's definitely more common than the original. I've never seen either, and I kept hearing about how crazy, like, Funny Games is crazy, and it's fucked up, and I was like, I guess I'll have to seek this movie out, and Criterion put out a release of it. So nice. I was like, Good old Criterion. Fuck, fuck yeah, Criterion. I got, I'm going to buy that. Suck it, Chef Factory. You haven't done nothing for me lately. No, not lately. I mean, they put Shoot. out some good stuff, like Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires, which is Hammer Horror's kung fu movie. I mean, that just sounds fantastic. <sighs> never mind, Chef Factory. Come on back. Yeah, I mean, you're cool, but Criterion, come on. That's what we're all trying to get. Can't to. we all just get along and trade? They certainly discs. can all take my money because they do. Good job, guys. Yeah, all of them do. And so this movie is feels more like an experiment than a film. So okay. His and he he admits that there's a lot of obviously it's Criterion's packed full of special features. So I watch him like, why did he make this movie? It's a very by the numbers home invasion kind of movie, but he is very much not afraid to just be as visceral and raw and human as he can at points. There are points where like characters laugh and shit's not funny, and you're just like, oh, like somebody would laugh at that moment if they're really fucked up. Mm-hmm. And he forces like when my review of Maniac from a few episodes ago, where they just kind of for- he kind of like forces you to keep watching it, and his whole point is kind of making you go why the fuck are you watching this so does this have the feel of like the rape revenge kind of movies like i spit on your grave just not that that's not the the catalyst i guess it's not quite that rough and they're not certainly not trying to show he's not trying to show how bad any of this is he's just like why are you watching something like this what's Mm. wrong with you audience member and there are even points where the characters will look over at the camera and break the fourth wall in this film oh nice yeah so it's very much like they know you're watching and like it's kind of gross because 
because it's like they know you like watching it if you're still watching the movie. Jeez. It makes you feel slimy. Like he does a nice job making you feel like, oh man, That's I'm really fucked. interesting. Yeah, it's really <laughs> a bizarre concept and something interesting. And an art house director would definitely go for something like that. So I appreciated it more upon learning about the movie than I did mm. at first blush watching it. So it's nice that I got to fit, like let it kind of simmer. And let me kind of ruminate on it for a while before I got to review it, because I think I appreciate it more now than I did when I first got done watching it. And I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? I'm curious what the scores are, because I'm sure most people don't know all that information. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. It's I may surprise you. I was a little hmm. surprised. Okay. IMDb, 7.6 out of 10. Really? Yes. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes critics, 33 of them, 67%. Okay. Yeah. Audience, 22,000. One hundred and thirty-seven <laughs> people, eighty-three percent. Wow. Okay. I gave this a seven out of ten. Well, that's pretty definitive. It's that's very the good. Board, yeah. It does what it does very well. It just isn't quite all there as a film, but very successful at being like an experimental piece. Have you watched the remake yet? No. Do you plan on it? I do. Okay, good. So that's a teaser for things probably coming next year. Yeah. (laughs) With the amount I'm watching movies for you, next episode. Next episode. (laughs) Yeah, I got to get... I've been doing TV. I got to get more. It's tough. It's tough. Quarantine lets you just sit and watch TV. I tell you. Well, I'm going to take us to an animated feature. You don't say. I'm going to. It's from 1982, the second best year of the 80s. Yeah, I agree with that. Because I was born. Yes. It's The Last Unicorn. Oh, I like this one. You've seen this one? I have. This one's fantastic. Yep. I watched it on June 14th. June 14th at the Cow Palace. Yep. Uh, IMDb Minutes, one hour, 32 minutes. Mm -hmm. Your genre, animation, adventure, drama, directed by Jules Bass and Arthur Rankin Jr. I think you may have heard of them from such things as Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yep. That's probably what they're best known for, but they did a lot. They did the animated Hobbit. Yep. Um, they did the other movie that I've teased I will watch mm. is actually one of theirs. Nice. My other VHS that I have said I will do. That's exciting. Tease, tease, tease. Tease, tease, tease. Uh, <laughs> starring Mia Farrow, Jeff Bridges, Angela Lansbury, Christopher Lee, mm-hmm. and who? who's missing? Alan Arkin. He's <laughs> of in Of course there. he is. He's in there. I think this is the last movie with him for a while. Fair enough. We'll see. <laughs> did you watch this with your kids or anything? So I paused it when my daughter came in the room because I thought it might be a little scary at sure. certain points. That makes sense. It was actually one of the worst points for her to walk in is when she walked in. Right. So I was like, I'm going to just stop this for a minute. Gotcha. Yeah, this looks cutesy and everything. It is dark. Yeah. Super dark. <laughs> you, like you look at like the re-releases of it, it looks like it should be in the kids section and it really shouldn't. It's definitely, it was kids fair from when kids were tougher. That's right. When we had to watch horses drown and shit in our kids' movies. (laughs) Falcor! Oh, my God. Anyway. uh, IMDb movie summary. A brave unicorn, Mia Farrow, and a magician, Alan Arkin, fight an evil king, Christopher Lee, Mm -hmm. who is obsessed with attempting to capture the world's unicorns. Yep. I mean, that gave away a lot. But not enough that you you can't see a lot of this coming. Um, basically, it's the last unicorns. Like, 
man, I ain't seen no damn unicorn in a while. And then like this hippie butterfly comes up and he's like, yeah, man, I've seen them unicorns, brother. Mm -hmm. They're just over the horizon and I speak in riddles and figure it out, unicorn. Mm -hmm. That's literally what happens. Mm -hmm. So uh, you're not wrong. Basically, my bullet points. This, I forget if this was G or PG, and we know we've talked about the ratings on here. I think it's a G. I think this is a G. I am very shocked this is a G. Yeah, not a general audience. This is dark but fun, but there are boobs. Yes, there are. There's harpy boobs, Mm -hmm. and they are terrifying. Uh It's more vulture-y looking than uh, woman-y. Yep. There is a drunk skeleton. Yes, there is. Yes. The drunk skeleton is actually awesome. Yep. But the only way you get the skeleton to tell you where to go in this dungeon area is to to get him drunk yep. with imaginary booze or something. Mm-hmm. This uh, is fantastic. It's fantastic, and I think my first bullet point is correct here. If you're a fan of D&D, you should watch this. Oh, yeah. This is the great adventure with unexpected twists and turns. Yeah. The animation's really good, as Rankin-Bass normally is. Mm-hmm. It was made using United Kingdom, French, West Germany, Japan, and U.S. teams. A lot of people worked on this movie. Yes. So it has like an anime look, but it's not quite it anime. It is very, very unique. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a weird one, but it's a good weird. Yeah, I love, um, the, love the 80s. Like, you got the Don Blue stuff, you had the Ralph Bakshi stuff, you had the Rankin and Bass. Like, there was so much interesting animation going on at that time. Animation is fantastic. And I mean, Disney's fine and all, but Disney never really had the edge like these have the edge anyway. Yes. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And then he had, like, heavy metal. Oh, my God. Love heavy metal. When would they ever make something like that again? Like... In the year 2000, they tried. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Maybe maybe I'll do both of those. Yeah, oof. They Good just luck. made, to go on a separate tangent, they just made a heavy metal pinball machine. Oh, wow. I don't know how released it is. I don't know if it's like a Kickstarter thing or what. It looks so cool. The new pinball machines are so amazing. Because it's the the woman on the, the big flying dragon-y thing, yep. but it's also the the um, soldiers that are burning when they touch the ball. I think the ball is the burning sphere. That's thing. cool. It's It looks awesome. That is rad. I hope that's not just a fan thing, and it's like actually getting a release. But anyways, this movie's great. IMDb gave it a 7.5. Rotten Tomato Critics, 21 of them. Okay. Gave it 71%. All right. The audience gave it 86%, and that was 54,000 people. Okay. I gave it a 6.5, and my wife gave it a 6.5 as well. Whoa. We agreed. Definitive. Yeah, no. It's a fun movie. You should watch it if you're a fan of animation and you haven't seen it, or if you're like, I think this is like a My Little Pony or something, because it really looks that way Yes. from its box art and how it- it's They make t- it look cutesy. The first Why? time I watched it, I was like, this looks lame, and then I watched it, this is fucking crazy. And like, you don't know what to expect, because you start off with that scene with the butterfly all high and shit, and I'm like, well, he's high. Clearly, yeah. he's high. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a little confused. Mm-hmm. But if you stick through it, you get Alan Arkin, baby. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Take us elsewhere. 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 2020. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. I watched The Invisible Man. Mmm. I watched it also in 2020. Mmm. March of 2020 to be exact. What? Look at you. It is two hours and five minutes long. It is a thriller horror. It was directed and written by Lee Winnell. Okay. Which we know from Upgrade, one of the first movies I did on this podcast. I think that was the first movie, I think it might be. Nice. Yes. And um, it's got Elizabeth Moss. It's got uh, Aldous Hodge and Storm Reed. And the summary is- Strong names. Yep. Storm Reed. Um, Max flexed. (laughs) 
<laughs> he still is. <laughs> After staging his own suicide, a crazed scientist uses his power to become invisible to stalk and terrorize his ex. When the police refuse to believe her story, she takes matters into her own hands. And then it becomes Home Alone and she hits him with a paint can. And she does. That is in the trailer. Does she? Then, like, hit him with it, but she... Oh. Then she can see him. Yeah, she... Oh. Mm-hmm. She nice. poops on him, and then she can see where he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, um, how, that's what I, I... I did a funny visual that Max could see, but uh, you, you couldn't, so I just... You just all assume that's what I sound like on the toilet. <laughs> and you'd be right. <laughs> so, this movie is definitely a master class in building suspense and creating a rising tension. Um, one thing that Winnell does in this that really was cool is at first you're not sure and the whole premise of kind of act one and into act two is you're not sure if she's just batshit crazy and she can't recover from the fact that her her ex was super controlling mm. like to the point where he was like forcing her to get pregnant Jeez. and like yeah some sinister shit he was up to and like the very beginning is her breaking out of the house to get away from him. It's really cool. I really like that. Yeah it's really tense and interesting and you don't know if she's just lost her goddamn mind. That's actually a good twist. Yes. I like that. It is really good. And so you're like, is she saying? And like, there are times she'll just like stare Mm -hmm. just blankly across the room and the camera will pan. Like you're supposed to be seeing something and it drives you bonkers. You're like, did something move? What did he do? Mm -hmm. Like, is he there? Like you're looking for everything you can see. It's so smart and so clever. Nice. The way he handles it. Her performance is great. She's not one I'm super hot on a lot of the time, Elizabeth Mm -hmm. Moss. Right. Sam and I went to the movies to see this when you were still allowed to go to the movies. Mm -hmm. And um, she hates Elizabeth Moss from Handmaid's Tale. Nice. And she's just like, I hate this, but I'll go see it if you really want to see it. And she really dug this. Hmm. So it, her performance was really good. The movie was really well paced. A touch long, but not like cringy long. But just okay. and there are points that are genuinely surprised. I was like, "Whoa, wait, what? What just happened?" Like it's so impressive. The ending up up to the end, you keep guessing. Nice. Like I'm not while I'm telling you that like these things are going on. I'm not spoiling anything because the movie navigates so flawlessly, and I don't want to give anything away. It does what we like. It uses every moment. It does. Nice. It was really good, and I think Winnell knocked it out of the park. You know I loved Upgrade. And Upgrade I, was good. I yeah. went and watched that after you reviewed it. I yeah. loved it. Yep. It's Yeah, it's very up your alley. It has a very yeah. RoboCop vibe to it. Yes, it does. <laughs> um, you'll be surprised, I think, that I like this movie more. Ooh. Will it, out, it may come close to ranking out the original Invisible Man. That's how wow, good this movie is. Wow, yeah. that is impressive. Yes. I didn't think it would live up to the original Invisible Man, which was reviewed to a 9.5 when I reviewed it. Ooh. This is punching in that weight class. Wow. Yep. IMDb, 7.1 out of 10. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes critics gave it a 91%, 369 critics. Well, that speaks volumes. 11,897 audience members reviewed it to an 88%. That's pretty good. I gave it a 9 out of 10. Nice. Yep. That's so good to hear. Yes, it was awesome. It is way worth your time, and it is... Just very exciting from top to bottom. Is that out on physical media now? It is. And I'm going to check that out. It was one of the ones that had a weird... It came out in theaters for like almost a month, and then Mm. they real quick diverted it to... on-demand platform so that people could watch it right away. It's That's the right move to do <clears throat> yep. with the pandemic and whatnot. For sure. Well, Max, it's time for me to end this the only way I can. Okay. I watched this movie because of its title. It's clearly a dumb movie. Yep. You do this from time to time. But this movie is so much better than even I would have expected. I remember this lead-in one with a movie called Manborg, so now I'm you got my interest. 
This isn't Manborg. Okay, yet. all right. Manborg's not a B movie. It's a stylized movie. It is. This has no business being good, but I think I have discovered the greatest B movie. Okay. This movie is called Killer Sofa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It is from 2019. Uh-huh. I watched it on the 16th of June. It's an hour, 21 minutes, genre, comedy, horror, thriller, mm-hmm. directed by Bernie Rao, starring Jed Brophy, Jordan Rivers, and... P- I'm going to screw that up. A Killer Sofa? P- Pimeo May. It's a difficult name, and my handwriting didn't do it any favors. Sorry. Sorry, May. IMDb summary. A killer reclining chair... Yes, not a sofa. It's okay. A, it's a recliner. Okay. That pissed me off. That is okay. a little frustrating. Killer reclining chair becomes enchanted by a girl and starts committing crimes of passion. Interesting. Bullet points. This is the best B-movie I have ever seen. <laughs> it explains or solves all of its bullshit. Huh. It just says, you're like, well, why that? And then it gives you a very good answer. That's awesome. And I'm like, holy shit. That's so That's cool. actually smart. I like that. It's a recliner, not a sofa. And uh, <laughs> I like how that's a point. It is, because it pissed me off. That is a little frustrating. Um, Bao, or Rao, or Bao. I wrote Bao and Rao. I don't know. The Rabbi. director has done shorts since 2011. This is his first full-length movie. He has made one movie since, okay. which I may check out. Nice. It looks like it has a budget, and it's a nice. decent movie. But uh, this this didn't have as much of a budget. Sure. What this is. They couldn't even afford a whole sofa. No, they settled on the recliner. (laughs) There is a girl. She's a cute girl. Everyone who comes near this girl is infatuated with her. Okay. To the point where it's creepy. Mm -hmm. And this chair gets delivered to her, and the chair falls in love with her. And starts murdering people, doing all this stuff. Hmm. I know this sounds dumb, but I don't want to give away why it's not. Okay. You just need to watch this movie. Yeah, fair enough. Because, like I said, all the bullshit is makes explained. perfect sense. And by the end, I was so happy. <laughs> I couldn't believe this movie was good. That's I'm I, stunned. You're, I was so thrilled. He's legitimately beaming about I'm how good beaming. This, movie is. this is the best B movie ever. Wow. Okay. Because it makes sense of its bullshit. I like this. So, let's see what everybody else thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> IMDb 3.6. Oh, boy. Nobody, Rotten Tomatoes, nobody. Okay. Nobody done did it. Uh Uh-huh. I gave it a six. Hey. I gave it a six because I think that's the highest score a bad B-movie can get in my eyes. I think that's fair. I think it... I'm telling you, this is amazing, and you find out all the shit by the end. By the end, you're still learning shit. I was so thrilled. There's funny moments. Like, there's a part where they're trying to set the chair on fire, and it blows out the... Oh, that's good. It's dumb. It's one of the few comedic dumb things they do, and I loved it. Nice. That's exciting. Did you you remember what you watched it on? This, I think I watched on Amazon. Okay. I want to say... That's not hard now. You just Google it, and it tells you every streaming platform it's on. Which which I love. Yes. Which is fantastic. This movie is good. Please watch it. Yeah. I know IMDb and I are usually on point, and they say 3.6, but... If you're not going to... You're either going to be killed by someone you can't see, or a misnamed piece of furniture that's right i was expecting the sofa to kill me that's right (laughs) just watch the trailer at least do do me that honor please do bye